Welcome to the Infusions Podcast. I'm Bimsons and I'm so glad to have you here today. First, um, before getting into the topic for today, I would like to thank everyone that listened to last week's episode. It was so good. I really appreciate the feedback, the comments, you know, that that really makes me happy. So if you haven't listened to it, please go check it out. It's uh, The Next Mentality and it's available on my page, um, Infusion by Bimsons. And you can check this out either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor or every other listening platform. So the topic for today is trapped in a narrative. Um, so what is a narrative? A narrative as defined by Wikipedia is a telling of some true or fictitious events or connected sequence of events, you know, basically recounted by a narrator to a narrative. And um, this story is sometimes we internalize it. It doesn't necessarily have to be from a direct source. It could be something you hear from someone or an event you just witnessed and it you witness and it becomes a part of you. That is how a narrative comes to be. And then when you choose to hold on to this and internalize this and make this um, very heavy in your decisions, in your you allow this to influence your day-to-day activities, that's when you become trapped in the narrative. And does this seem strange to you? But think of the time when you've passed a judgment on someone, you know, based on their religion, their appearance, social media, opinion of them, their ethnicity, race, or tribe. Have you ever had that time? Does it seem familiar? Yeah, that's being stuck in a narrative, basically. And as I said, narratives come from hasty generalizations, and those generalizations do come from examples instead of evidences, from an evidence, I mean. And definitely this, to me, is how misinformation and stereotypes, this is how they are formed. And, you know, if we look at different aspects of origins of uh, narratives, some narratives are historical, like they come from history. Some of them, they are just from misconceptions, like someone has this misconception about something, and they tell you and you just run with it head on. That's um, another source of, you know, narratives. A lot of these narratives today also comes from social media. And uh, lastly, we actually can get trapped also, you know, based on our association, our relationships, like from friends, just some sense of loyalty, you know. These are some of the ways I will look at today. So let's review the first one um, from history. You recall when Philip told Nathaniel, like, you know, let's go see Jesus. And Nathaniel responded, he said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? That was what he said. And it seems strange to you, but that's how many of us are today. And Jesus saw him, he was like, oh, behold, um, he's... He was very, very blunt. He was very, very blunt about how he felt like nothing good can come out of Nazareth. And Jesus was standing right there. And that's how a lot of us are today. Like, you know, when we look at things like racial profiling, um, some generation along hatred for some certain tribes, 
all of this comes from history. Like it could be based on racial profiling. Like, you know, you just see a race, you just assume the worst about them just based on something you've heard or something that's they passed on to you. Um, or this tribe or this race did something to me. That means everybody there is bad. That's history. And some things don't even end with this generation. Like they go further. You tell your kids, they tell their kids, they tell their kids. And that's why we have decades of, you know, things like systemic racism still existing till today, because it is a narrative that people are stuck in and they've just refused to let go of. And these um, restrictions are so bad that we've seen them, they've gotten to the extent that it hinders marriages, it hinders like potential relationships, uh, business associations, even some people have gotten terminated from their place, places of work just because of their race. You know, it is really, really detrimental when it is not dealt with and these things are passed on and on and on. And we keep recycling bad behavior over and over again. So that's what I have on history. So you can see how you can just see things from history and you're wondering why is it that 50 to 60 years ago, these things still are. And 2020, these things still exist. Why is that? It's just being stuck in a narrative. Like the message keeps going down and down and down between different generations and it keeps moving on that is an historical part of uh being stuck in, in narratives because the history keeps repeating itself right somebody is passing the message on to their kids that passes it on to their kids that passes it on to their kids so yes that's what i can say on history now let's also look at misconceptions obviously this comes from um, someone, again, it is someone that narrated something to another person or they saw something and they just drew conclusions like, here, 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 here you go. That's a misconception. That's how misconceptions are formed. And we've seen misconceptions like, um, and some stereotypes like Christians are judgmental. All white Christians in the States are Republicans. We've seen things like Muslims are terrorists. Mexicans are drug dealers uh nigerian prince scam so all nigerians are involved in fraudulent activities one way or the other so many of these misconceptions that are not true and imagine one time i tried inviting this guy to church and he told me that he was pretty sure god doesn't want someone like him and i asked him why he was like look at me he was smoking something and he had he was all tatted up and i said christ came for everyone including you and including me so he doesn't see the difference between you and i he ended up not coming to church but that was because he was stuck i'm telling you i tried preaching to this guy but he was so stuck in that misconception whoo i mean i knew i just had to pray that god take over you know because when it comes to a guy and a girl in evangelism you also want to be careful because you can't go witness to everybody when it is the opposite gender you just have to be more careful now, uh, let's go to the third one, which is social media tagging. Uh, and we've seen so many things trend online. And before you know it, whatever misconception is trending or narrative is trending, these things go very quickly. And I mean, there was a time someone said, oh, you should drink bleach and zap people with UV rays. And by the end of that weekend, 
poison control was reported, like people actually drank it. They did drink poisonous things just to get rid of COVID. This is to say that the fact you see something trending online does not mean it's true. Misconceptions, uh, stereotypes, wrong narratives, they also, they are deeply rooted, like they have deep sources from different social media platforms. And uninformed people or people that are already scared before you know it, they are already running with this trend. Like, ooh, I mean, I used to su- I used to consciously avoid Yoruba men. And I'm a Yoruba girl. It's a tribe in Nigeria in the West. And I'm a Yoruba girl. But because I used to see it online everywhere, um, Yoruba demons, uh, men ask come, Yoruba demons, like those kind of things. I saw it a lot online. So I think I fed that into my subconscious and I wasn't even aware of it until the time came. For me to make choices, and I was like, whoa, I don't want to be with this person. He's a Yoruba guy. Like, I'm not setting myself up. Like, I'm not playing myself like that. But it took me a while to unlearn this thing. And I said, I am not going to stay trapped in some narrative I saw online. Because you keep scrolling through your feed. You keep going through your feed. And you're feeding yourself subconsciously. And you're not even aware of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what social media can do when it comes to being stuck. And when you think, okay, I'm going to release myself a little, you go back again to your feed, you feed yourself with the wrong information. And before you know it, the stockation is renewed. Now, um, I I hope that is clear. The, 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 The conclusion to that part is we can't just swallow. We can't keep swallowing everything we see online we can't keep swallowing everything that trends if it trends well read then drop it because it's trending doesn't make it true right now let's look at the final um aspects which i like i said narratives can also be you can get stuck in a narrative that is coming from I think something like, um, I would say some kind of false sense of loyalty to an extent. I'll explain further. A friend comes to you and says, so-and-so is person is bad. Avoid them or they did something bad to me. Cut them off. And you go on to, you cut them off. What if that person is key to something big that is going to happen in your life? What if that person is going to introduce you to a business that you don't even know of or be the contact that connects you to your next job. Sometimes, oftentimes, we cut people off based on something else we hear from another narrator and you're like, nope, this person says they are bad. I'm not even going to find out for myself. I'm just going to cut them off. I'm not asking you to put yourself in arms way, but what I'm saying is that you can't inherit narratives. I mean, we already have a history, like I said. We have sources from social media. The last thing you want to do is to cut one single person off rather than give them a chance to explain their side of the story to make sure you have all your facts right. Uh, now, I'll give you an example, you know, myself. When I came to Canada um, years back, I remember someone telling me to run away from this group of guys. Said they were demons. Nothing good comes out of them. <laughs> and me, I don't, I don't, I don't listen. I'm stubborn, you know. My coconut head. I didn't listen. Miraculously, I became friends with these guys, and 
I have been friends with them for about five years now. They are, they have been, and they still continue to be blessings to me. I mean, these, these guys are like my brothers here. They are always there for me. And I remember this time, this was in winter of 2016, when my Mazda decided to, hey, I had this Mazda. I forgot to change my transmission fluid. I forgot because I paid for a complete service package from Canadian Tire, but they didn't do it. My tranny system decided to act up. It was very painful. Ooh, the trauma I went through. And this was in winter. The first day the car decided to mess me up was in the middle of, uh, I think it was the middle of Highway 7, was it 720? Yeah, it was like a very big highway. And my car just, and it just stopped. I was like, oh dear God, no. It was really, really cold, okay? And I called these guys. And do you know what was good was they showed up came in a car with two cars and one of them said here these are my keys i will drive your car to the garage and he did that for me my car was probably there for about two months and i was using this guy's car all through he never asked me for a key for the condition of his car it's just like i trust you they are my keys here you go and when it was time for me to get a new car one of the guys in this group again was the one that drove me around for weeks till i found the car that i wanted and loved the point is imagine me cutting these guys off and not speaking to them you know when i see them i'm just like ah! and then i run away just because someone said something i didn't i didn't go close enough to know about them and I feel this is how a lot of us get stuck in a narrative of someone else as, you know, oh, because I'm trying to be loyal to this person without finding out things for yourself. We just, we just draw these unfair stereotypes and make conclusions about people from a distance. And when we do that, this is again, this is the same place where racial profiling and, you know, this segregation and systemic racism that is how they came to be it is a narrative that a lot of people are stuck in i mean imagine somebody coming to the bank to ask for a loan and you don't want to give it to them because of the color of their skin why i'm pretty sure you didn't know the person before now and if their credit score is good why else are you holding out on giving them a loan like i said these are narratives that has lived on for years years and it is now up to us to make sure we educate ourselves you need to educate yourself like again when some people behave irrationally and call the police on someone just because they are black or you know for some petty reason sometimes it's their character other times i just take it as they are not educated so if you see scenario, if you witness scenarios like that, if you have friends, make sure you speak to them. Try as much as you can to educate them. And, you know, it's the only way we can do better. Because there are lots of blessings, business relationships, network opportunities we've missed out on just because they are not in the package we are expecting. 
So we can decide today to end these narratives by doing the little things, hearing all sides to every story, asking for evidences when we are not sure, and making sure we find out all things for ourselves before assuming the worst about people. That is what I'll conclude with. Just challenge yourself to do better. I mean, it's the end of the year, you know, it's almost Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year, okay? But before we get into that Christmas spirit, how about we drop some of these bad things we just, we have, you know, singing on repeat in our head and do better. Don't assume the worst about people. Educate yourself. Do better. Like, you know, stop judging people. And, you know, for those that say, oh, it's over my dead body. My kid is marrying somebody from this tribe or this race. Listen, you should get to know the people in your kid's life better. Otherwise, they're just going to do it without your opinion. Anyway, I've heard of very, very um, extreme scenarios when families even cut their kids off just because of their choice of partners. That is not necessary. It is not warranted. And I just hope that this goes with someone. I hope that this changes our perspective. It's a big topic. This is just an introduction. I'm hoping to have some uh, collaborations in the next few weeks where I really discuss this with more people. And, you know, we just shed more light on this topic because it's really big. So I hope this introduction is good enough for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. I really love doing this as always. It's your girl, Bimsons. Please make sure you subscribe. Infusion by Bimsons is out on all platforms, okay? Thank you so much and do have an amazing day if you see the sun and a wonderful night if you see the moon. Thank you so much and bye.